Hello everyone, this is your podcast co-host and editor extraordinaire Guy Smith. I'm here to give you a little bit of a note as to what this podcast is, where to find the old episodes of the Blossoms and Smith show, more about that later, and what this podcast episode is supposed to be about. So a little bit of history. Andrew and I once had a podcast called the Blossoms and Smith show. It was real fun, it had a lot of random stuff, it had news, it had media, it had stuff about Twitter, feuds, and like... It was two years ago about, and a huge section of it was dedicated to reviewing Dragula. Andrew and I had a ton of fun with that, and we decided that even though we didn't really have the time to do full Blossoms and the Smith Show episode experiences, because at the time we were doing like two-hour episodes, we decided that it would probably be best to sort of compromise and make episodes that are shorter and more concise and about drag competitions. So that's where the Two Gays Dragcast came from. It was basically just an offshoot of the Blossoms and Smith show. It was something way more concise and actually, like, user-friendly, I guess? As well as the fact that it was going to be much easier for us to edit. Now, going back, we have a lot of sort of tangling with that, because now we are moving on to podcast platforms. We are no longer just on YouTube, which is where we originally started. You can find episodes of The Blossoms and Smith Show on my YouTube, which you can find in the podcast description, and you can totally find Andrew's channel as well. We both do video games, by the way, so if you like that, feel free to check us out. We are two tiny channels. We could use the subs and the views and also the entertainment during live streams. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely, I have nobody, all on my own. Anyways, <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, I just want to quick say that we are planning on remastering the five, I think, episodes of the Blossoms and Smith show that we originally did with Dragula. We will be cutting and pasting just the Dragula stuff into whole new podcast episodes so that you don't have to go and find some random YouTube channel if you don't want that. And that way we can have it all in one little feed and, you know, it's all nice and good. But, however, this episode is supposed to be a sort of little bow that was supposed to be tied around the Blossoms and Smith show's Dragula Season 2 reviews. What this episode will be doing is finishing out Season 2 and also quickly going over Season 1 for anyone who needs the information or just sort of hasn't experienced much of Dragula. So feel free to go and skip this episode if you want to go straight into the Season 3 recap and review stuff, but if you want to experience every episode just for the sake of it, or just sort of have a roundup recap, whatever, and also, in the case that you are done listening to the remastered episodes once we are done with those, feel free to listen into this so that you know what the rest of Season 2 was like. So hopefully you find at least something enjoyable in this episode, and something quite um, educational, maybe? I guess that's the best way of describing what this episode is meant to be. Uh, it's more so educational than it is a uh, review. Although, all in all, we do gush a lot about Bitch Puddin, so feel free to tune in if you just want that. Um, I will also quick preface that I, at the time, was having problems with my microphone. I was using my built-in laptop microphone, and it had clipping problems. Though I th thought I fixed them in a later episode, I did not as well. So feel free to uh, criticize that, because that will change. I can go back and say, hmm, it fixed itself. Woohoo! 
wouldn't you know I'm actually responsible for something? Huh, it's almost like I'm learning how to do this. <laughs> you know, I'm not professionally trained in audio editing and engineering. I'm just some random guy on the internet and so is Andrew. We just sort of do this for the sake of doing it. So feel free to share the show if you like it and if you think some friends would like it as well. We would appreciate all of the... We appreciate any sort of exposure that anyone can give and whatever you want to say about the show would be good. Please keep it constructive if you can. Yeah, that should about do it. So thank you so much for listening to me rambling for a few minutes and hopefully you enjoy this episode of Two Gays Dragcast. Bye now. Okay, recording. Okay, recording. Let's do this. Sweetness. Hi, everyone. Oh, God, Welcome. don't ever say that. What? You know what? It's better. It, fine. Say sweetness. Just oh, At least it's not awesome sauce. <laughs> awesome sauce. No, please stop. <laughs> this podcast is already off to a terrible start. Hi, I'm Guy Smith. That's Andrew B. Just kidding. I have some semblance of sanity. I'm Andrew B. And I am Guy Smith. Who has not Two Gays Dragcast, where we were reco- Good job. We're welcome to Two Gays Dragcast, where we will be discussing everything drag related under the sun, except maybe not Drag Race because that shit's kind of been overproduced recently. But we'll see how All Stars and it's overcovered. Honestly, yeah, no shit. I mean, I mean, but good for it, but also not good for it because I don't need overcovered. But at the same time, it's like, hey. It's got you don't need to add to the saturation of existing drag podcasts. No, well, not podcasts. There's not a lot of podcasts. It's just people reviewing it in general. But, there um, are like 29, apparently. Really? I only know of like three. But that's because I don't listen to them in case like I look at them and if they don't look interesting, I'm like, no. So I pretty much listen. There's one. There's Race Chaser, obviously. Yes. I listen to one that has Nicole Byer on it. Drag her. That's what it's called now. But, it used to be called. But, um, but, but, but I can't really listen to it because the fag annoys the shit out of me. Oh, Joel Kim. Yeah. I love Nicole. Love her to death. But goddamn it, he's annoying. I I don't find him all that annoying. Why do you find him that annoying? I just. Are you sure? Hold on, Joel Kim. Are you watching from the beginning? Because I was watching the modern episodes. I don't know if they have a different fag now because. Maybe. You might be referring to Mono. Yeah, that's probably it. That's the one. Oh my god. That's the one. But I thought Mono was hysterical because he was just that level of extra, so he was perfect to me. But I don't like... Himself as a yeah, queen. I, say, I haven't seen any of Joel. I might go check out him, the other guy. But yeah, no, Mono annoys the shit out of me. Oh. Hi, Mono on the Drag Race server. You annoy the shit out of me, too. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. I love you. I know. Just, I'm just okay, Mano Agapio, if you yes, ever listen to this oh, uh, podcast I episode, I am sorry for my boyfriend. And I'm not. Guess what? If you're annoying, I'll tell you to your face. Here's another person I find completely fucking annoying. Johnny McGovern of Hey Queen TV. You're fucking annoying, and I can't watch your goddamn shows. I have never watched the season one regular reunion because you are that fucking annoying, and I can't stand you. Thank you. That's gonna Didn't be a we watch that Maggie. together? No, we didn't. We didn't watch Dragula Season 1 Reunion. We watched Dragula Season 2 Reunion. Season 1 Reunion was not a reunion reunion, like the Dragula uh... Season 2 Reunion was. Season 1 Reunion, because the Season 1 was specifically done on Hey Queen TV on YouTube, that they did the reunion on Hey Queen, their show as well, with Johnny and Lady Red. 
I'm sorry, kick his ass out, put Lady Red's ass in there. Lady Red would be a fucking amazing host. Granted, she'd be stoned out of her brains 90, you know, 90% <laughs> of the time, but that would just make it more entertaining. But I can. Johnny is honestly, I'd take Mono over Johnny, honestly. Shit, Johnny just annoys the shit out of me. And it's oh a fucking creeper because he's always, he's always harassing the fucking underwear dancing guys. He's always like, oh, yeah. I mean, no. That's the one away. thing I find annoying about him. I, I, oh, he annoys the crap out of me. Anyway, PSA, sorry, Mono. Hey, you know what? You're annoying, but guess what? You're not Johnny McGovern. Feel good. <laughs> oh, God. Feel good for that, honey. And honestly, I would, again, he's annoying. But Nicole Byer does make it really, really easy to like because Nicole Byer is just fucking. Nicole Byer is amazing. Even if she does hate it. Even if she does hate Wisconsin, and that makes me very, very sad. He does hate a city within Wisconsin called Appleton. Yeah. And, and, no, Appleton and doesn't have much going for it. it. No, it really doesn't, but that's why I keep trying All to it has is like, that it's, it's um, Harry Houdini's uh, birth town. Well, also That's has, not really right. much of a claim to fame because Harry Houdini moved to Chicago and then New York. I know, but then, but I also, it's like, it's my boyfriend and he's Wisconsin. Please don't hate Wisconsin. It's baby. Uh, Wisconsin does not have much going Wisconsin. for it. Don't come here unless you're looking for the Northwoods or Milwaukee. Cheese. Cheese. It's cheap. Cheap cheap as hell steak compared to the rest of the country. I'm amazed. Steak Steak is really expensive. Really, really low. God, is it expensive in almost the rest of the fucking country. I mean, it is steak, so yes. Yeah, I know. Love how we said to ourselves, oh, we, because we've already done this three different times because we kept getting off track. And I, I know. Told her, I told her right at the beginning, this, okay, we've gotten off track before. Now we can just go straight in for it. And what have we been doing? Getting the complete fuck off track. I we, know. We're two autistic fags who don't know how to shut the fuck up. I know. Me definitely more so than him. Before anybody tries to come. Or anybody tries to comment that, I know everybody's going to be like, oh, well, you talk more than he does. I'm like, I know I talk more than he does, goddammit. I, I, I talk like I do cocaine. I don't do cocaine, Mom, I swear. But I talk <laughs> like I do. I, I, I just am very energetic. I, I, I'm either energetic or I'm hiding under my blanket and I never want to see anybody again. I have two moods. That's about it. That I'm cocaine or right. hiding under the bed. It's, the only thing it's, is it's, I don't hide underneath blankets because it gets too hot for me. Yeah, same. But that's why I love doing it during the winter, because then it doesn't get too hot, and you can just stay under there for hours. Oh, it's so nice. That's true. But you well, live in the south. Yeah, but I live in... You are still mild. Not always. Last couple of winters, it's been down in the, like, 20s, 30s. <laughs> Meanwhile, me in the negative 20s with winter. Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, still lower than that, but for me, you know, I'm... But I'm coming from somewhere. I came from Florida, so I'm coming from like 70 degree winters. So for me, That's it's fucking true. freezing, you know. But I love it. I love the cold. Anyway, welcome to Two Gays Drag Cast, where we will be discussing all drag under the sun, again, basically with the exclusion of normal drag race sans all stars, because who knows? It might be good. It might be shit. Who the hell knows? But I think yeah. we're going to steer off of actual major season one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve drag race. We will do Drag Race UK. We will do Drag Race. You know, they recently just announced Australia and Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew Canada, but I was surprised they were going after Australia. So we might do those as well. Help uh, me, Axe Homeland. 
Courtney Eric's gonna walk in. I'm the help. RuPaul just hits her with a hammer. No. <laughs> I I I want to see a bit like that. I, yeah. I want to see a bit like that. Oh, they do a lovely bit like that. The problem is Ru has no idea who any of those people are. Uh, you know. No. So, yeah. but uh, I'm excited for Drag Race UK. Ru looks pretty pretty fucking. If you've seen the trailer for it, Ru looks probably better than she's looked in like three seasons. It's. I think somehow got a British stylist who's better than Raja. Raja was never her stylist. Delta was. I'm a makeup artist. That wasn't Raja either. That was Raven, and she's still her makeup artist. Oh, frick! I mix up Raja and Raven all the time. I mean... It's because they're synonymous in my head. I mean, yeah, but, you know... I mean, understandable, but, you know... One's a winner and one's Raven. <laughs> Wait, yes, Drag Case will be Drag uh, Drag Cast will be doing Dragula, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Thailand, Drag Race Australia, Drag Race Canada, Drag Drag Race USSR, whatever the fuck comes out of Drag Race. Who knows? <laughs> drag Race USSR would be one ludicrous because of their anti-trans laws, but um... Katya would be the best host ever. Drag Race North Korea. They've already got a little leader that could probably look really good in God. Oh my god! Can you imagine Kim Jong-un as uh, kimchi? Trying to do kimchi. Kim Jong-un is going to find this podcast. We're going to (laughs) die. Oh god. Dennis Rodman's going to find this podcast, send it to him, be like, oh my god, bitch, look what I just found. This is so good. You should totally nuke them. Or like so you know, just Dennis Rodman's still friends with him. Is that I don't even know if that joke's still relevant, but I I I hope not. Dennis Rodman hasn't been relevant in years. Don't get me wrong, I love Dennis, <laughs> I love me some Dennis Rodman because he's fucking nuts, and I love fucking nuts. What man goes to a book signing in a wedding dress? I fucking love that. That's honestly the most iconic thing he's ever done. A book <laughs> signing in a wedding dress. Oh God, I remember that. That was so much. That was iconic. Oh god, the the wedding dress. Because he looked good in the wedding dress too. If he had actually put on makeup and a wig, he probably would have looked really good because the wedding dress was cute. But yeah, that was like years ago, honey, like years ago. Um anyway, yes, welcome to Dragcast. Uh so if you remember from the Blossom and Smith show, we did episodes one through five of Dragula season two, and here in this God willing, hopefully somewhat short episode. We're going to quickly recap the rest of season two and all of season one so that we may begin the next episode on the beginning of season three. Yes. And yeah, we may do uh, another um, series on fully reviewing season one in the future. But, um... Oh, fully reviewing season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. This episode by episode. Be like, because quick, this is quick, just going to be a quick rundown. Yeah, this one's just going to be quick, 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 quick. Anyway. So we, the last episode we were on back on the Blessed and Smith show, that podcast will still happen, by the way. It'll probably be more infrequent than this one. This one will yes. probably be definitely more frequent than Blossom and Smith. But Blossom and Smith I mean, to be there. fair, we have a schedule to keep with this one. We basically yeah. record the night uh, that Dracula oh, yeah, gets we released. record the night of the episode and then just, yeah, that would work. Okay. You could probably do that. Well, I don't want you to do that much editing. We wouldn't have to do that much editing, just... No, yeah, we don't have to do too, too much. Because we also included a lot of the, you know, looks. We don't really have, I don't. We probably won't be doing that anymore. Yeah, most podcasts don't actually do that because they're podcasts. I think I'll come up with some sort of art for our thing. 
Oh yeah, um, use the picture you already do for Blossom and Spiff, but put me in drag. You don't have to. I was gonna redraw that actually. So. Aww. Yeah, make me skinnier. <laughs> um. Well, to be fair, my drawing style has refined a little bit, and. Give me, ooh, for this one, I mean, do it for both of them as well, like do the normal and the drag one, but at least for the drag one, give me some nice red lips. No black lips. No red lips. Ooh, half black, half white lips. Some, you know, Kyla's going to watch this. No, Kyla will never watch this podcast unless I send it to her, but I'm going to say this. I would literally say half black, half white lips. She's going to go, ew, Manila stan, ugly. <laughs> I stand Manila. Well, she thinks you're ugly too. Fuck her. No, no, Kyla is nice. I'm on nice terms with her now, so no, we don't say that. Uh, I want to be on good terms with all the people in the Drag Race server. I don't want a repeat of, you know, what. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, let's do a super fast rundown of episode six, seven, so eight. far. Felony oh, yeah. Dodger, Maniki Shame, Kendra, Dolly, and Erica Clash. Hold on. Actually, it's um, <clears throat> actually it's Felony Dodger, some ugly bitch, Kendra, Dolly, and Erica Clash. That's better. <clears throat> Next, we move on to Gothic she, she, who, she who shall not be named. She who is a racist cunt and probably doesn't need to be named ever or go undo anything drag related. Babe, you are making a lot of noise again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll start with the episode in which we sent home our favorite of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, I love bitch pudding, too. I mean, she kind of has to. Well, yeah. well, I also really like Victoria, but like our shared favorite. Yes, but I mean, who doesn't love Disasteria? Yeah, that's fair. Disasterina was pretty good. Yeah. Um, God, I hope we get her on our show sometime. I know. I subscribed to Guy's channel, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty neat. So um, hopefully she'll join us at some point. Um, yeah. yeah, so we got our episode is, the next episode we are quickly moving on to is Gothic Brides, where they get sad, lonely, and depressed as the queens compete to put on a gothic wedding of their dreams with guest stages, uh, Jawbreaker writer Darren Stein, and... Bible girl! It's Bible reference. bitch herself! Yeah, if you don't get that reference the way I sung it, go watch the Dragula Boo Caps. You'll totally get the reference. Oh, yeah. Later. Courtesy of $10,000. Courtesy of Bible girl! Uh, now, their main challenge was to create this sort of gothic bride and prepare a lip sync performance to the Switchblade Symphony song Gutter Glitter and then customize a beautiful fan. Ooh, a big fan. Yes. Part uh, of their... um. Uh, promotion for the episode. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so basically, we. So if we quickly go through the lurks, 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 lurks. I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Um, so who was first? I think yeah. If I remember correctly, first was James. In that sort of like sugar pill. Yeah, she had this sort of sugar skull look. Hated uh, that. Hated it. I thought it was okay. It didn't look like. Uh, a, like not I very gothic. Right. That's but... why. That's why I didn't like it. It didn't seem very like gothic bright. It just seemed very 
it seems very Day of the Dead. Yeah. Dia de los Muertos. Um, which I guess could be an interpretation, but the thing is, it's not super... It's, it does not... I felt like it did not necessarily adhere to the challenge that they were looking for. Yes. And um, that kind of the whole fucking point is, you know... Yeah. Okay, let's see. God, I'm watching it back, and literally just their look here compared to their look in season three. Jesus, they really upped their game. Oh, yeah. Good for them. Oh, no, I'm sorry. First was not James. It was Victoria. Oh, yeah. Victoria was all right. Yeah, Victoria was cute. Um, oh, God. I, I will never not love Disasterina here. Disasterina looks that, so cool with that bouquet. Go and, uh, to Disasterina's channel after uh, podcast and see the making of all of her looks. Oh, yeah. She went through the materials she used for all of them. She went through, like, the special effects. Like, she had dry ice in the back of her bouquet. God, I love that. that was to make so that wonderful. smoke, and it looks so amazing. Disasterina <laughs> spent the most amount of time this episode and still went home. Still went home. I mean, they were still right. She has to edit, edit, edit. But they don't. Edit, edit, edit. Uh, and then, who was next? James Majeshi. We already discussed that. Yes. Bitch Pudding, I agree, looking very, very... Bitch Pudding inside. I love uh, looked well. like she was covered in a bit of fog or like spider webs almost, an attempt at spider silk. That veil, and it was quite nice. She had a bit of, uh, I think it was chalk dust, probably, uh, around her dress, so that when she would uh, sort of flare around her, or flare up her skirt, so that it would um, stir up the dust at the right places, it would create a very atmospheric, smoky vibe. Abora is after that. Didn't care for Abora's look. I thought Abora looked all right, but this is. Pretty signature Abora. Pretty thin dress. Not. Didn't give me very bridal. More bridal yeah. made. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, the lip sync performances, everybody's, you know, doing their own thing. Again, I think Bitch, but I think Bitch should have won this, but I understand why. Well, I don't actually understand why. I kind of feel like they were like, let's just give a gag of making Abora win. I know. Uh, I think it was movie. more to uh, give Abora at least something. I guess. Abora but... did pretty well in some places. Yeah, but it's just like... I Never like... got anything out of oh, it. Oh, I love bitches. Look, everything. It looks so good. I know. Bitch. But hey, good. hey. She got it. So we move on to the critiques, and bitch pudding is safe. And Victoria is safe. And that leaves James Digesterina and a boy who wins the challenge but is also placed in the bottom. Yes. In a very shocking, not really shocking, but shocking twist. Ooh, dun dun dun. And their extermination challenge, although, again, it's extermination challenge, it's always so weird when I watch this back how, like, not bad, but I feel like each extermination as they moved on from the first episode got less and less just not 
extreme. I mean, they had to, their extermination challenge was to stand in buckets of ice, uh, ice water and ice for like. Yes. I guess it kind moment. of made sense in the chilling cold sense. Right. And I get that, but like, I just can't come the first challenge where they were sticking giant ass fucking needles in their arms and stuff to this. I'm just sort of like, I get it. Yeah. they're just like, I want also to compared to what episode was it? Like, number two was paintballs. Number three was tattoos. Tattoos was fun. Oh, I love that. Number four then, was consume a three course meal. But it was a three course meal of like tentacles of and flames. And... Of course, the extermination challenge for episode five was a little janky because it was yeah, the graphic machine. That was a polygon. That was some shit. And the annoying thing is, Erica oh was God, the I only one. I think, wasn't it Erica that was the only one who told all the truth, and yet she still went home? I know. But, but it was probably because of that one question. I mean, they asked her. Do you think you have episode, what it needs? We're discussing last episode, babe. To get this episode, to win this competition. I mean, she's right, but again, we're, discuss- we're trying to discuss future episodes. I'll go back. I mean, tie it in. I guess, but yes. So, yes, and everybody's basically making noises and like, eh, eh. Well, then, the most of all, and everybody's just telling her boy to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but the thing is, Disasterina was the one who was the most stone-faced. I know, and yet she still went home. I can't, I, I hate that so much. And the thing is, Abora was the one who immediately got out of the ice. Exactly. The one is the only thing that kept her there. Probably. Honestly, if James' majesty had went home now, I would have been okay. Yeah, but they weren't going to do that. They weren't going to no. do that, because they needed a pretty queen. You said it, not me. That's just what I think. But to be fair, James did bring something to the rest of the competition. Speaking of the rest of the competition, episodes 7 and 8 were Welcome to the Wasteland. A two-part thing of them going to uh, Burning Man, was it? No, not Burning Man. Going to... Uh, Wasteland Weekend. Right. Apocalypse, Wasteland Weekend, all that stuff. Uh, their guest judge that time was a former winner, the former winner at that time, Miss Vander Von Odd. Uh, and they had to do a photo shoot look. I did some photo shoots and a live performance, and it was very... In the desert near 100 degree Fahrenheit temperatures, and performance... Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yes. Uh, that one was... I, I, that one was pretty quick, especially just because it was two-parter, so... Yes. Long story short, oh. James... Although I will say, this performance, this lip-sync performance, was not as good as the Gothic Bride one, even. Even though the Gothic Bride one was pretty slow it was very atmospheric and stuff yeah but this is them but then the that. rock competition yeah. was amazing that was episode three yes that was amazing yes and then um, there so yeah. james won but everybody still had to perform in mm-hmm. the explanation challenge because of course it's four on four people so they decided to do a giant fight in the thunderdome with Victoria uh, versus James and Bitch versus Abora. Yes. And the one who went home was the one whose banana jizz went everywhere. Abora. Yes, Abora. She got hit and said, my, my banana jizz went everywhere. Oh, no. 
Yes, because she was wearing bananas, actual bananas on a necklace. And then episode nine, the reunion episode, everybody kiki. The last blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares about that because that's just the reunion episode. Blah, 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 blah. Love how. And now the big finale. In yes. glamour, filth, and horror. Glamour, filth, horror. I loved this one last season and I was excited as hell for this one. I was not disappointed. I'm excited when for this. Bitch came out. Oh, horror nice. look. I was taken. That was, ooh, that was the one with the um the, yes. red eyes. Yes. Ooh, I that fucking oh god, bitches, fucking filth was just. Bleh, 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 yes. Bleh. That was something else. Oh yeah. I really did still think they were gonna give it to. Uh, you know, James, but I have to also wonder if they filmed. I wonder if they filmed three endings. I don't actually know. I don't either. I kind of want to say they did, just by maybe they did, but at the same time, I hope they didn't because just say bitch and everybody else is like, ah, shit, I didn't win. That's right, you didn't win. Uh, you know, it would be so, sad yeah, for it, Victoria, though, um, having oh, well. an ending, but then not see. Hey, look, her mother and her mother and daughter are literally in the season three. So I know. Don't worry, the black name still has a chance. Next it does, season, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, to discuss their quick looks, uh, basically you had Victoria's filth, which was uh, cadaver sex weird thing. Necrophilia uh, cannibalism. Necrophilia cannibalism. Uh, James's filth. I got nothing. It was literally just slutty girl, but go for it, whatever. Let's Wasn't there supposed to be something face. else that James had planned? I yeah. I th- oh yeah, that's right. I think was she the one who was going to do the piss thing and this? Yeah, she was the one who was going to do the piss thing and then couldn't do it. That. Oh yeah. I remember that because she said that on Reddit that she was planned to do this whole piss thing and she couldn't do it, so she had to go with that instead. This thing would have been interesting. Bitch pudding still makes me gag. She ate the soup. She ate the thingy. She ate the piss water. She ate the mop water. Uh, oh, it was so... Uh, oh, yeah. oh, my God. It was so good. Bitch knows how to... So good. Bitch it apparently almost good. made Swamp Thula throw up, so... Oh, which is Small oh. Boulet. Yeah. I love small small Boulet, TMTM. I love Small Boulet. I don't love Big... I love both Boulets, but I prefer Small Boulet to Big Boulet. Sorry about it. <laughs> Me and Jack Morta in the corner just like, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody's got their favorites. But yes, and their glamour looks were just, I mean, glamour looks. I can't really, prom queen for bitch, uh, I would say. Yeah. Horror queen for Victoria, like Maleficent-esque. Yes. Uh, and no, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to... No, sorry. James was the Maleficent-esque one. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, James was the Maleficent-esque. Uh, Victoria was, like, very, like, black rose petals everywhere, sort of. Well, so you um, didn't really read it. I mean, it was glamour, but I didn't really... Bitch and James, I think, had more polished glamour looks. Obviously, yeah. James was going to have the best glamour look. I mean... I mean yes. And she did. I will. Get James her is the glamour queen, really. But yeah, I mean, that's what 
And like I said, bitch pudding won. Hey, look, we just did all of season two. Hooray! Wait, hooray. did we go over the horror looks? Oh no, sorry. Hold on. Hee. Oopsie daisy. Uh, but so... speaking of horror looks, I think bitch's horror look won her. Oh, absolutely. Season, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Bitch's horror look was fucking amazing. She um, looked like I. The first thought I had was banshee. Because yeah, was, very like, scream like, in the background fancy. and those glowing eyes. Oh, that those glowing eyes cape in the fun. dark stage was you amazing. Because you don't see anything, you just saw the eyes, and it was like the mm -hmm. eyes, and then there was a little light, and then you saw the blowing cape. Right, it was and it was just such like, good presentation. God, that was so fucking good. Like that's your nightmares. And also, the like, camera that's... work was done. Super well. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Victoria was sort of a monster zombie person, very, very nice, you know, yes. like zombie woman going out for a stroll with her parasol, you know, oh, yeah. just a thing. Uh, and then James had this very clown Joker trying to come for Ava destruction, you know. <laughs> she actually reminded me yeah. of um, uh, the clown from Ben Ten, Bozeman. Ah, I don't watch, I never watched, I did watch Ben 10, but not enough regularly to know that oh. reference. Boza was a recurring villain who originally had, uh, kidnapped uh, Gwen and uh, Grandpa Max for their laughter, so he could drain their life force that way. Sounds like a certain, well, I know about that, you don't know about that because of the there's a, if you know Pennywise from It, there's a... Oh, yeah. Well, not just Pennywise. Pennywise feeds on child um, the fears of people. Uh, oh, yes. There's one in the Dark Tower series, also done by Stephen King, which is related to Pennywise in that sort um, of a same... Similar or a same species who feeds off of feeds off. Right, yes. That's basically what that... God, that was fucking freaky. God, she looks so good. Yes, bitch, it's fucking... Because it's honestly, not to say it is... Literally from the neck down, it's literally Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. But that oh, yes. hot part and the way that it just works in the dark and, and the claws, oh my god, it's so good. I oh, love yeah. it. Anyway, and there's your winner for season one. Now we're going to go through season one or season two. Now we're gonna go through season one even faster. Yes. Well, again, we'll probably do it in full some other time, but yeah, no, we're gonna quickly go through season one which is the very first season and you can tell it was filmed you know with a budget of maybe like twenty five hundred dollars yes no, probably more than that uh so it was the very first season and it featured nine you know it's interesting they've been going up every year as well they started with nine in first season went up to yeah, ten a lot like normal drag race in that regard yeah that's very uh and then <clears throat> So they only did six episodes, which makes it easier for us. <laughs> yes. So, in season episode one, one of my favorite episodes of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, uh, because of the look. The witch episode. Well, not even that, but yes, the witch episode is a great episode, and we have uh, our nine queens in order of when they were eliminated. We have Pinche Queen, Ursula Major, Foxy, Aj I can't say that name. I know I know that name, but I can't say Foxy it. Foxy Ajuya? Yeah. I couldn't say Ajuya for some reason. I think uh, it's Ajuya. I think so. I have to go back and watch her um, 
my drag is valid with Disasterina. I watched that. That was so much fun. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, Zochi Mochi. I like Zochi. Loris Meatball. Which was a double exit. Yeah, that was a double Zochi. exit. And then in the runner-ups, Melissa B. Fierce and Frankie Doom. And our winner and the best winner so far. I'm sorry, bitch. You know I love you. And I'm sorry whoever wins season three. I honestly think Vander's better. Sorry. Vander is a very strong winner. Vander is now also a producer on the show. She's all, yeah. What? Is she a producer? Is she just an, I think she said she's an art, didn't it say she was like an art person on the show? Uh, I think she might be an artistic producer. Yeah, that's like artistic director, artistic producer or something. Yeah. Which is, again, I just think she's fucking, Vander is like one of the most powerful winners in the whole like drag spectrum for me. Like her and any of the people uh natalia even though i wanted annie may wong but that's a whole different story natalia or um angelia Nung from drag race thailand all anybody that's literally not in the normal u.s drag race is more powerful to me just in the way <laughs> that they drag themselves it's just so but vander just has this like power throughout the entire series even though it's only six episodes she has this power and she's just she out of nowhere no, in the first two yeah. episodes, but then stayed there, and it was super. It was, good. It was amazing. Oh my god, she literally won. Literally, in win, win, win. Bottom four, but that was win really high win. No high win because there were four bottoms. I know that sounds fun. <laughs> if you weren't in the top two, you were in the bottom four. Which you know, have it, like, won the season. I mean, literally, with the exception of the one bottom, it was like, girl, oh my god. And Vander was so, still the best of those four. Mm-hmm. So and then our so our um first episode where they have to dress up as witches, you witches. Yes. Witches. With the iconic line, LA Tap Water. God, that was the best line ever. Remind it, me who it, said it, that? Vander. Vander. Right. Yes, that's why I love it. It all goes out. So they get to do about a whole, you know, fun elimination thing. And, and uh, in true yeah, witch yeah. style, Pinche went up in flames. Young God, that was Valencia, uh, uh, American Horror Story, The Coven. Yes, and he loves making that reference to you. Yes, so I much. do. But yes, they were all really great. And then... Um, Episode two was the 80s female wrestlers where they had to basically dress up very like wrestler armored and we had another bottom four. This actually had two bottom fours in one in one season where in this bottom, the four bottom four bottoms, we had Sochi, Frankie, Ursula and Melissa had to do this whole big wrestling thing in a giant mud pit. Oh, yeah. I barely remember this one, but it was... Oof. And then uh, Melissa B. Fierce won that episode, and the Ursula Major was the lady who got to go home. Oh, no, yes. no. oh no, wait. Sorry, Loris won. Why did I... I said... I like how I said Melissa was in the bottom, and I said Melissa won. Sorry. Melissa was the extermination challenge winner. Right. That's sorry. That's what I Which meant. Which was kind of that. odd, but it was really just Melissa was the one who won the wrestling match. Basically, they told her, "Guess what? You're lucky. You ain't gonna die." Um, 
and then the other three were kind of up in the air, and Ursula was the one who was declared the weakest. (laughs) Which, considering the fact that both Frankie and Zochi went up to be uh, quite high comparably, well, okay, Frankie was Frankie was a runner-up, so yeah. And then Zochi was fifth, sixth, but that's because of the double elimination. Um, So yeah, yeah, Ursula went uh, in the next episode, we did, uh, this was one of my favorite episodes, The Zombies in Death Valley. Uh-huh. I also just realized I remember the guest judge for that episode was a skeleton prop. <laughs> and uh, they were two challenge fun. winners this time. We had Melissa and Vander win. However, they also put Vander in the bottom voluntarily, not like Abora in season two. They voluntarily asked Vander if she would be willing to be in the bottom. And she's like, fuck yeah, whatever, let's do it. Yes. And she, so what they had to do was eat as much pig brain as possible without using their hands. And there was this whole big ass moment from Loris, which was kind of annoying on rewatch, where she's like, I haven't eaten meat for this many years, but God damn it, I'm not going home. And it's like, okay, good for you, girl. Just fucking do it. I mean, it I was good the first time get, through, going through multiple times. It's moment, sweetie, but damn, just do it. Hey, I'll give her credit. She didn't do like. Abora did, or not Abora, Dolly did, oh and God, just Dolly. ate it off a fucking plate, and just like, let me eat some fork and some knife. Oh, <laughs> At least she went for it, shit. Yeah. Four. And that's why Loris stayed, and Foxy Julia went home. Exactly. Episode four. Pretty pink, fishy, uh-oh, trigger word, fishy drag. Well, the, that'll be a reference in season three you'll get, which... Yeah, first episode yeah. of season three, Somebody, will, yeah. People got mad, and rightfully so, but oh my god. It's just so... Season 3, honestly, has started out so, like... I don't know how to feel about it. I'm happy that it's there, but I want the rest of the season. I can't just keep... This one episode does not satisfy me yet. I know. We'll have to really see how the rest of the se- uh, season goes. Yeah. Out in order to finally much. see how it uh, compares to the other two. Yeah, season two was a step up from season one, and season one was amazing on its own. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Pity Pink Fishy Drag, I think. Did Vander win that again? And did a bottom challenge winners Meatball and Vander Von Odd. Yep. But I don't think she did. Hold on, let me go back and watch that real quick. Because I don't remember that. I remember Meatball winning, which you know, hey, good for her. (laughs) Meatball won something. Yay! It's the only win she'll ever get. Uh, Vander was placed in the bottom four. Right, that's why I'm trying to figure this out, so give me a second. Uh, God, Loris is just... Uh, I don't know. We're gonna go on... Um, in this episode, all the queens had to do the extermination challenge. Not everybody did it, because it says bottom four, Frankie, Loris, Vander, Sochi. Oh, so it was considered a dual win, but Vander was considered part of the bottom four. That's annoying. But basically, um, the extermination challenge for this episode was perform a lip sync to Alaska Thunderfuck's song, Nails, while the other queens throw food at you. God, that was funny. It was. 
a way for them to okay, get rid of both so, Loris and Zochi. Oh, yeah, so they fixed her. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they episode all the queens. Have, that seems so stupid. To, not stupid, but it's like you have a bottom four, so why are you having all the queens do the extermination challenge if not? It It's it's so weird to me. I know, but I you know what I just realized? I don't know if they listed a specific bottom four in the episode besides, like, the bottom three, you know, those who didn't win. But everyone had to do the extermination challenge. So I feel like someone was trying to be shady in this wiki. It's just like so weird to me. Hold on. You know what? Whatever. Uh, Loris and Zochi went home. Loris was the extermination that stuck out to me. <laughs> because of... She got literally run over. Yes, and it was comical. And then it was kind of brought back up with um, James's murder in uh, season two, episode five, the camp uh, challenge, the Scream Queens um, episode, uh, where they had to shoot like their own horror mini story or whatever, horror murder. Um, but yeah, James was also run over by a car. So uh, for episode five, you had the guest judges and perform they had to perform for the guest judges in a lovely club in san francisco i don't know they decided to go on a little road trip which was fun uh our top three was frankie melissa and vander and the extermination challenge it's also i would say both episodes they had to do the extermination challenge this is so weird to me because again i feel like the main challenge should have been the extermination challenge because they made I a know. monster look and performed a photo shoot, so I feel like that's in the cold problem. San Francisco Bay. Yeah, really like you really like proving that you're reading right off the wiki, aren't you? I know, <laughs> uh -huh. but I mean to be fair, the San Francisco Bay is known for being icy because of the curves that keep it cool. Weird. Anyway, and sadly eliminated was Meatball. Yes, and our favorite. Finally, but Meatball was eliminated and sent off to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper. And, yeah. Anyway, next we have the finale in which we had our final episode. Melissa, Frankie, and Vander all together trying to fight for the crown. And who got it? Vander Von they had to do their uh, principal three outfits. Of, of course. All looks done very well, I think. I don't have any honest critiques about any of them. Neither do I. I, I just really loved Vander's winning look with the um, yeah, that one does glass mirror really crown. That was amazing. Oh, I loved it. And she walked back out with that in season two. I know. That was really um, during Wasteland the Wasteland tour, show. she came out and was like, look at me, I'm amazing, you know it. <laughs> yes, because Vander is... Vander is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Vander is quite amazing. You can trust that Vander will be entertaining. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think we just quickly went through a whole season, two seasons, as quickly as we kind of possibly could. Yeah. Uh, in the next episode, probably done... Eh, we could probably... Yeah, we'll do it right after this, actually. And yep. the next episode, we're going to discuss season three, episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Get, ready. get ready. Get ready. You guys are going to probably get it within the next few days. Of this one. We'll right. see. We're going to try to be more consistent with the, because this was all done, you know, so we can get this drag cap out of the way with 
by next week when the season t- episode two comes out, we'll be more consistent with getting it uploaded rather soon after the episode. Ends. Yes. But we anyway, hope to be more now. consistent by then. Um, Hopefully. But right now we have to kind of play catch up, honestly. Yeah, but we'll be fine. Don't worry, babe. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that will do it for this podcast. We'll see you with a more detailed explanation of season three, episode one. And this has been Andrew B. and Guy Smith for Two Gays Drag Cast. Ooh, flashy lights. Uh, See ya. Bye. Bye. Two Gays Drag Cast is written, produced, and recorded by me, Guy Smith, and Andrew Blossoms, or Andrew B. With editing by Guy Smith. You can find us on our YouTube channels linked in the description. You can also find us on Twitter if you dig a little deeper, although we aren't guaranteed to be all that active on there. We are an independent production. We would be very glad to see any sort of comments, reviews, likes, and so on. Any sort of feedback is highly helpful to us, and it allows us to improve our show and understand what our audience thinks of it. Again, thank you so much for listening in, and until next time, take care. Bye now.